Have you found the keys to unlock your best trip? On a Trafalgar tour, you unlock more than just the world. We give you the key to let down your walls and make lifelong friends. The key to discovering hidden talents and fresh perspectives. From one-of-a-kind experiences to iconic destinations, Trafalgar gives you the keys to unlock your best self. Discover more at trafalgar.com slash unlock. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash unlock. Tour differently. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Can't wait for this one. Talking about defensive tackle draft targets. And boy, are there some absolute gems in this one. Thanks for joining me for this fun conversation. Welcome back. I mean, I'm just, I'm happy to be doing content. Talking 49ers right here before the draft. And there are some absolutely great players in this draft. There's a lot of depth and multitude of positions. And you might think defensive tackle, not exactly a position the 49ers really have to address. They address it in free agency. They have Eric Armstead. They have, uh, you know, Javon Hargrave. They have Javon Kinlaw. They have a lot of talent. And it's one of those things where you just keep stacking talent. You keep looking for more guys, guys you can develop, guys you can bring in. Last year, they drafted Kalia Davis in the sixth round. And now it looks like he's going to finally be on the field and making an impact at that nose tackle position. So the 49ers continue to add to the defensive line, and they'll probably do it in this draft again. But who are going to be some guys that could target? Now, there's some guys at the top around the third-round area that if they're there, the 49ers might have to pounce. It might just be too good to pass up on. You got Javon Kinlaw coming in to potentially the last year of his contract. It's not expected that the 49ers will exercise his fifth-year option. So with Kinlaw potentially going out, you need to find players that go in. Now, what do the 49ers traditionally look for on the defensive line? Now, 
when you come to Buckner and Armstead, when they were drafted, they were drafted as five techs in a three, four. That is a defensive end that lines up over the offensive tackle. A little bit different. Now, it was also under Trent Baalke and under a different regime. They ran a 3-4 defense, so those guys made sense for how they were going to be expected to play. As Kyle Shannon and John Lynch got here, the defense changed. It changed a lot under Chris Caserica when they went to a wide nine. They used very athletic defensive tackles. Now, at that time, Armstead still played on the outside. But Buckner was an athletic defensive tackle and kind of a freak at six foot seven, 295 pounds. So he was a guy that fit on the interior and had a lot of speed. What Buckner lacked was a little bit of the ability to stop the run. So the 49ers decided that they were going to get bigger, and they do that in a couple of different ways. And one of those was drafting Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw came in, and he was a 330-pound guy that was going to be able to stop the run at the three-tech position. Now, when they started suffering injuries, that's when Eric Armstead went into the interior. And I believe at that moment, the 49ers decided now they were going to look for a very particular defensive tackle. You add in Hardgrave, another guy that shows quickness, but is about 305 pounds. So they like guys that are kind of between that 290 and 305 pound area. Add in the fact Kinlaw during the offseason has been a guy that's dropped down to potentially 305 pounds from 330. So he's moved down 330, 320. Now down to 305. The 49ers are building their defense, interior defensive line based on quickness. So that's going to be one of the prerequisites you find. A guy that's able to still be able to hold the, the ground in the run game, but has that quickness to be able to create penetration in the passing game and get down the line of scrimmage in some of these zone schemes and run down running backs or just mess up blocking schemes, but also getting to the quarterback. So that's what we're looking for in this draft. One of the first guys that makes sense for the San Francisco 49ers is a former South Carolina player. Shocking. 49ers, South Carolina, Zach Pickens. Uh, he's not Armstead. He's a, I'm, I'm sorry, he's not Kinlaw. He's a little bit different as far as build. 6'4", 291 pounds. So he fits the bill. 290, you know, to 305 is kind of what they're looking for. Uh, Zach Pickens has got a lot of ability. He's a guy that's explosive on film. Very, very fun to watch. Got adequate speed. He runs a 4.89. That's quicker than some of the edge rushers we talked about in the draft gym video. Just shows how talented he is. He's a young guy. He's only 23 years old, but a lot of quick area uh, speed, uh, but also has the strength to be able to hold ground in the running game. But what was his production like last year? Uh, he played 12 games. He got over 600 snaps. He's a guy that can play a lot of plays in the league. Uh, he had... Uh, three quarterback hits and three sacks. Uh, so not a tremendous amount of production from the interior defensive line, but a guy that you got to like, you know, his ability to come in and, and be a part of the 49ers rotation early uh, and then develop into something else. You know, if Kinlaw moves on next year, you slide Zach Pickens into that rotation behind Hargrave and you really don't miss a beat. It also insulates yourself in case you know, you have to have a guy stated, you know, to take Kinlaw's spot because you do want a good rotation. He's a good guy as far as pursuit down the line, which we talked about earlier. And also, he just, his frame is nice. You look at the picture there in the Tron over on the side of me, and you can see he's a guy, he's not overly heavy. He's very uh, built for the frame that he has, which is really nice. 
I like his lateral quickness. He's able to go side to side, which means he's good for stunts. He's also good at helping stop the zone. Uh, he's also very coordinated. He looks smooth as an athlete. He's not herky-jerky. He doesn't look top-heavy. I think those things are really good. Also, his contact and the way he's able to anchor in the running game is something I know the 49ers are definitely going to like. Uh, so he's a guy that has you know the traits that they're looking for. Um, he's a a guy that you know can make plays in the backfield, but he's a finisher. One of the, my big critiques on Kalia Davis was Kalia Davis could get through the line of scrimmage. I mean, fast. He's explosive, uh, but he couldn't finish a lot of plays. Zach Pickens is a finisher. I love that about him. So I think that Pickens makes a lot of sense. Now there has been some thought that potentially he can go even higher than what was initially thought. He has been thought to go kind of between 90 and 120 uh, in that area, the late three, early four. In that case, the 49ers have three picks, and he would make a lot of sense. But I have started hearing from some of the national media pundits uh, that he could go as high as the, the late second, early third round. If that is the case, he will, of course, be out of the reach of the San Francisco 49ers. But he's still a guy you got to keep your eye on. And as John Lynch said, anyone that could be around that area you must do your due diligence on because it was just last year. Drake Jackson wasn't expected to go 61. I barely broke down any film of him because I expected him to go late one early two and not be there at 61. And he was so this year, I think everyone's learned from that and they're making sure they, they cover these guys. And I am doing the same. I think Zach Pickens would make sense for the 49ers as a draft target with one of those three picks. Now who else makes a lot of sense well, a guy that I've been a huge fan of since the beginning of this process, ever since I saw a film of him, I've done deep dives, I've watched multiple games, and that's Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green. Uh, Carl Brooks played a lot of edge in college, but his frame and his size, six foot four, 303 pounds, fits exactly what the 49ers want for an interior defensive lineman. Uh, he's a five flat 40, plenty of speed, enough speed to play on the inside. He's only 22 years old. He's going to be 23 here pretty soon, but the ability to be able to create on the inside with his hands, a very fluid athlete. This is one of my favorite defensive guys. And right from the first time I saw him, I was like, all right, this guy needs to go into interior defensive line because even though he was an adequate edge rusher, him on the interior, he could be a real problem for guards in this football, in this league and still be able to be stout enough at 303 pounds to play with leverage and stop the run game. So he's a guy that I like. I uh, played all five years in college. So he's got himself a lot of snaps and a, you know, a lot of time getting experience playing. Uh, he's very good as a pass rusher. He had 12 sacks on the season. So you're adding a guy with very good hand technique, a guy that's got a lot of ability. And just listen to these awards that he got. The 2022 PFF First Team All-American, PFN Honorable Mention All-American, Senior Bowl Invitee, uh, First Team All-Mac, First Team PFF All-Mac, First Team PFN All-Mac, uh, the Ted Hendricks Award, uh, Athlon Sports Preseason First Team. Uh, I mean, there's even more than that, but he did do just rack up award on award on award. Uh, he's just a dominating pass rusher who would be even better on the interior. Uh, 20 sacks, and 100-plus pressures over the last two years. He's an absolute force. I've seen him in some uh, mock draft boards go all the way up into the second round. Others still have him listed as a fifth or sixth round talent because of the competition he went against, and their whole question of is he can move to the interior or not. Uh, but for me, I mean, the way that he plays, the feel he has on the inside, 
the way he's able to maneuver around blockers. Uh, he He's very, very good. Uh, he also has very good counter moves, good hand technique. So you get you might stop his initial contact or his initial move, but he's going to be able to get past it. Love it. Um, he's a guy that was a two team or two time captain of his football team. So you got to love that. And then all this stuff that you like on the inside, he plays with good leverage. Uh, he plays with a low pad level. He's able to disengage off of offensive blockers and be able to make a play. Uh, he does not end up on the ground, which we know can be a huge complaint of defensive linemen in this league when they end up on the ground. People absolutely hate it. Uh, but this is a guy that has a repertoire of moves that he can use. Uh, he's got all the all the tools in the tool belt to be able to make plays. And he's a guy that I'm extremely, extremely excited about it. I think you move him into the interior. Uh, he is a definite force behind Eric Armstead. You could put this guy in the rotation in year one. Uh, he can make some big-time plays. And he's a guy that's a three-down defensive lineman. In a league where you're getting a definite... A difference between guys who come in and stop the run and play first and second down and guys who come in on third down. Uh, this would be, Carl Brooks would be a guy that could play all three downs. So that means you would have three defensive linemen that are three down players. I mean, you could potentially say Javon Kinlaw is that, even though he hasn't really proven he can rush the passer here in the NFL. Uh, but with Brooks, he definitely can. And then if you do need to move on from Armstead or Hargrave in the next couple years, you've got Carl Brooks ready to step in and fill that role because I do believe he could be a starter in this league. And I would take him with one of those picks. If he was on the board at 99, minus there being an edge rusher that I absolutely loved, I'm taking him at 99, uh, 101 or 102, any one of those spots. But I just like him that much. You put the strength with the elite footwork. He's going to be an absolute problem. And watching him on film, be able to take on guys who go low, uh, get rid of them and still get to the quarterback. And then the ability athletically, uh, to avoid you know blockers and then make the quarterback make a move and make a play. To me, Carl Brooks would be a huge get for the 49ers. Will he be available? I don't know. It's a lot like uh, Zach Pickens. You kind of hear he could go as high as early third round all the way to you know late five. But I think anywhere in those categories, the 49ers could definitely grab Carl Brooks and he can make an impact for their football team. Now, who's next? Well, it's Mike Morris. And you might ask, Ant, Mike Morris, that's an edge guy. You're right. Mike Morris is an edge guy for Michigan. But everyone that watches this film comes away with two things. Number one, he's not a 4-3 defensive end. Uh, number two, he's probably a 5-tech and a 3-4 defense, in which he would be absolutely fantastic. But what did we talk about earlier when it came to 49ers 3-techs? 49ers 3-techs used to be 5-techs. Uh, yes, Armstead and Buckner had a little bit more size, but they also had a little bit more height. There's nothing that says Mike Morris can't put on 15 pounds and play a three-tech. He has the uh, athletic ability running a 4-9. That would be quicker than Buckner. Uh, but he also has the ability with hands and playing with leverage to be able to make an impact. I do like to take guys who are edge guys and put them on the inside when they don't make sense on the outside for a 4-3. Now, you could play him as a base 4-3 defensive end, and he could play the run pretty good uh, the way that like a Cleveland Farrell is going to do. Or you could kick him inside where he could really make an impact going against guards. And I think Morris is one of those guys. And we know John Lynch and the San Francisco 49ers really like to move players around. Finding a guy's skill set uh, that they can use in a certain area. And I think defensive line is probably the place they do it the most with the most success. 
Chris Kisarek loves this to get guys who have that elite ability. You're talking about an Arden Key who played on the interior defensive line at 255 pounds on obvious pass downs, but also in run sets as well. Kerry Hyder, who played at 280. So to me, this makes a lot of sense. And he's a guy that can get after the quarterback. Nine sacks on the year playing edge for Michigan. Of course, he would not be playing edge the way that I'm drafting him, but he would have that versatility that if you wanted to use him, you could use him on the outside, you could use him on the inside. Uh, very, very versatile. He's very instinctive. Uh, you can see it on film. He understands what an offense is trying to do, and then he can make the play. I, I like him getting after the quarterback. I mean, anytime you get nine sacks when you're playing in the Big Ten, you're doing something right. So he has that. He has good hand use. You'll notice when I talked about my edge rushers in the gyms, it's about hand use. Talking about these defensive linemen now, it's about hand use. Uh, that is something that Chris Kasarek and the 49ers ultimately go for technicians with their hands. So when you hear you know, guys that are breaking down the draft talking about uh, technique and they don't mention the hands, they might not be fits for the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, when you're talking about guys who are, are going to play, John Lynch wants guys who could play right now, guys they can put into the rotation. And a lot of that comes to technique, and technique with the hands is something that, that he definitely does. Uh, Mike Morris has good upper body, and he makes a lot of disengagements from offensive linemen and tackles. There are guys who struggle with that, but he shows the strength to be able to do that against offensive tackles, which means he can do that against offensive guards because he has absolutely long arms and the hand strength to be able to disengage. Who are the best offensive linemen in college football? They're offensive tackles. He's been able to make plays out there. He will definitely be able to make plays on the interior because he has that strength and he's able to play with leverage. He can move to the inside and still anchor. Like I said, does he need to put on some weight? Yes. Can he still be able to make plays with the 49ers at 280, 285 pounds as he worked with the strength and conditioning team to put on some weight? Absolutely. Here's the key. He plays with such explosiveness that a guard is going to struggle to deal with him. You throw in the agile way that he's able to move, uh, throwing in counters, and he's going to be an absolute problem. So to me, it's a guy that could add a lot of position versatility. And like we talked about with Carl Brooks uh, and with Zach Pickens, who's got that explosive nature to be able to go sideline to sideline, get down the line of scrimmage and make plays on running backs and athletic enough to beat guards uh, with a lot of lateral movement, a hand technician, and get after the quarterback. So I like him a lot. I don't like him as much as a 4-3 defensive end. I think he fits better as a 3-4 defensive end or a 5-tech in the NFL. Uh, but as far as the 49ers go, I think sliding him into the 3-tech and playing him over the guard or in the outside shade of the guard could be a huge move for him. Use his athletic ability to be able to run stunts, be aggressive. And this 49ers defensive line is predicated on aggressiveness now my next guy is in the same category and that's kobe wooden out of auburn uh wooden another guy that you would probably be considering uh to be a five tech and a three four or uh, a little undersized to be a three tech but uh once again he's going 275 pounds at six foot four so he's got the size to be able to put on more weight he's more athletic and a guy that showed it a lot on film he was a guy that played a lot on the interior defensive line in college. So you got, uh, you know, video of him doing it, and he did it at a pretty high level. He's a very talented player, uh, and he you know, he played in all twelve games for Auburn last year. Logged over two hundred or six hundred fifty snaps. 
We're talking about getting snaps for our defensive line, losing a lot of guys. He's another guy that can do it. He had 33 tackles and 29 stops. And as a pass rusher, he did pretty good as well. 24 quarterback hits, six sacks on the season, and a lot of those happening on the inside. He's a guy that shows a lot of athleticism, and he's very flexible and can bend the edge. So if he can bend the edge, what do you think he could do on the interior or defensive line? So I mean, this is a guy that could be a base 4-3 defensive end, and then an obvious pass downs move him inside. I like him in that category, even though I do like him moving in as a three-tech as well. He's just like Mike Morse as far as the power to initial quickness are fantastic. Good first step and explosiveness uh, and violent hands. And he he has major precision. He's better than Morris with his hands, in my opinion. I liked him a lot. He's one of those guys that can set up blockers, doesn't use lose his balance. He's very good in that category as well. Uh, to me, he's a guy that is very, very good at disengaging with blockers and then countering those uh, with great technique. He's very, very good. Um, I think he's one of my favorites as far as inside. We talked about Carl Brooks. I love him. I would say Kobe Wooden is probably my second favorite. And he's not even a guy that's normally an inside guy. So um, he's a he's definitely a guy that I think could play a multitude of positions for the 49ers with versatility. I, of course, would like him at the three-tech. But as a base 4-3 guy that would slide into a three-tech on obvious pass downs, I would love it as well. Uh, he gets after the quarterback, and when the quarterback tries to escape, he has the athletic ability to be able to get there. So many knifing plays for him in the in the season uh, for Auburn. Just being able to slice in there, get in there, make plays, uh, get in there, change directions, run down the quarterback or running back, and be able to get them on the ground or at least string the play out. I really like it. Uh, you throw in the technician ability with the high motor that we've been talking about with all these players and you've got a recipe for success in Chris Kacarek's defense. What do you need? You need a high motor. You need good hand technique. And you need athletic ability to be able to be a penetrator and get in the field and make or get in the backfield and make plays. He definitely can do that. And then another guy that finishes plays. I mean, this guy's an absolute finisher. Uh, you might as well call him Mortal Kombat because he's like, finish him. Uh, he's he's just really, really good. I, I think that, you know, he's a guy that I like moving to the inside. Uh, would be a definite fit for a 3-4 defense. So maybe a 3-4 defense falls in love with him, but I think he would be available for the 49ers in that you know third-round comp pick area. Uh, I think he will probably go somewhere in the uh, late third, early fourth round. So if the 49ers wanted him, they'd probably have to get him in that category unless they were willing to trade one of those fifth-round picks and move up into the fourth. Uh, they could probably get him then. But a big-time player that could make a huge impact on the 49ers if they were willing to go that way. So discussing these guys, you know, we got Zach Pickens. Uh, he was fantastic out of South Carolina. Carl Brooks from uh, Bowling Green. Mike Morris and and then Kobe Wooden, the two guys that I'm trying to move to the inside. We'll same with Carl Brooks, but uh, definitely fit what the 49ers like to do, you know, with these edge rushers and kind of the way they've went before, you know, with Armstead and Buckner. Uh, so to me, it makes a lot of sense for the 49ers to move in that direction and get these guys. And I'm super excited about this draft and what the Niners could do on the defensive line. The 49ers have drafted a lot of defensive linemen uh, since Kyle Shannon and John Lynch took over. And these are some guys that I definitely think the 49ers could target in that compensation pick between 99 and 102. And I think they would make impacts on this team. If any one of them are drafted, I'd be very excited. The 
violent hands to go with lateral quickness and nonstop motors is exactly what Chris Kacerik and these 49ers defensive linemen are looking for and supposed to be excited about it. I'm excited about the draft coming up. I'm going to be streaming day two of the draft. So come here and see if who the 49ers pick from 99 to 102. And also I'll be, I'll be on for day three of the draft rounds four through seven. Did it last year. Tremendous amount of fun. We were on live as we drafted Brock Purdy. So uh, come by and check out the draft streams. It's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to have fun interacting, uh, interact with me and I'll have fun interacting with you. But uh, these are some targets for the 40 yards along the defensive line draft gym video for defensive interior linemen coming your way soon. Uh, can't wait for that to come out. So be ready for it on the channel. But until next time, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.